One, two, three, four. George, okay, George, fuck that clap. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, so welcome to What You're Playing At, um, your number one podcast for none of your gaming needs. I'm joined, as always, by my boy, Koi. I'm ready this time. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, and as well, as often we often are, Shay. Hello. Hello. Well, this week, actually, we've got a fourth person. Got we've got a little foursome this week. Yeah, we've got ourselves a sweet foursome. We are joined by a good friend of the show, George. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Hello, George. I'll go first, I guess. So. Oh, you want to ask first or you want to go first? I'll go first. You want to go first? I'll go right. first. So, do you want me to ask you? Yeah, yeah, you ask. <laughs> Such a little soft part, man. Surely, <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing at? Oh, well, thanks for asking, actually, Coy. <laughs> um, it's been another one of those weeks where I've not really found the time to do too much gaming yet again. But when I have been playing this week, I've mostly been playing more Prey. So after last recording, after well, during the last recording, Shay, you mentioned about the Nightmare creature oh yeah you texted me literally one happened yeah literally uh, the next time i was playing it um i went up like um you know i don't know what you call them one of those like little shafts stairs sort of grab grab shaft no it's like a gravitational shaft sort of thing uh you go i just literally went up one of those into the arboretum and there was a nightmare there waiting for me and i was like oh okay this is what shay was talking about what what is a nightmare then so it's just this fuck off creature um what does it look like it's hard to d- describe. How would you describe it? Massive, show? smoky, shadowy. All the enemies in Prey have that kind of like black, smoky vibe. If, yeah. Or like yeah. not smoky always, but like sort of black mass. Oily. Yeah, oily is a good it. word. Like, yeah. Yeah, they got like a yeah, it's really gross, oily yeah. texture to them. All the enemies do. Big one. That's the best way to describe it. Well, I did. I did try to run past it once, and it just completely annihilated me straight away. And I was like, ah, oh, it's only three minutes. I'll just bloody go on Everdale. Yeah. So. <laughs> Still playing every day then. Yeah, Lee loves shit mobile games. Doesn't he? Like... Yeah. yeah. So this is his major yeah. personality trait. George, George knows this better than any of you, I reckon. He was. Uh, we we were housemates when I went through my Clash oh, of Clans phase. Fucking Clash of Clans. It's. I can't believe they're still advertising that game. Were God you into Clash of Clans? No. Everyone I lived with was. It's like, this game looks yeah, like there shit. Were, there was four of us in the house, including George, and George was the only one that refused to play you, Clash you of Clans. You into that fucking but... Marvel uh, trading card game before? hand as well oh i remember you oh, playing no. that not yet oh dear oh it's all coming out it's all this oh, that, that game is the game that marvel trading game is the one that i've spent the most amount of money on really with me with hearthstone is probably the game i've spent the most amount of money on would you guys mind saying how much you reckon you'd spend oh six million you don't have to uh, no i'll try and we'll figure it out i don't know how much I must have bought, like, pre-ordered a good five of the or six of the expansions for Hearthstone. Maybe. Well, expansions is okay. I thought you were talking. Yeah, about but it's like sixty quid a, a every, and there's like three a, three a year, and it's like sixty quid each time or something. <sighs> or maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah, I've probably spent price. at least four hundred quid on Hearthstone over like maybe five years of playing it. That's not so bad, man. Like, I think that's acceptable. Like, you might have spent that on other games. Like, that's fine. Yeah. What, 400 quid? Yeah. You, yeah. You've always, always out here being like, oh, what, 13 pounds? That's too much. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, yeah, I'll pay 400 quid for some fake trading cards and a little bit of free game. Free game. I'll pay 400 pounds for a free game. <laughs> going, going back to our last conversation, I want to ask, uh, George, have you ever played Prey? Yeah, I mean, I do like that sort of stuff, but... Um, so you played Dishonored? I've, I've played a little bit of the first Dishonored. Mm. I got, like, nearly to the end, and then it got too hard, so I, I threw it out the window. Literally? But, uh, the metaphoric. Okay, the metaphorical yeah. window. The window is closed. So. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> but yeah, the metaphorical prey, window. I think I've closed. seen a little bit of prey. Is it a lot like Dying Light or um, or uh, Dead by Daylight? No, or anything. No, like those things. no, no. I, don't, I mean, in the sense it's first person, uh-huh. it's like that. And I suppose um, it's quite set. Takes place in some dark areas of a place, like where the lights aren't off. Okay. Yeah, uh, dying light sets at night. So yeah, I think I was thinking. Is it set at night? Isn't it on a day night cycle? Yeah, it is on a day night cycle. But there is bits of <laughs> yeah. it that are at uh, night time as well. Oh, yeah. Half, <laughs> half of the games yeah. in night time. Probably not even half because you can't really do anything at night in dying light because that's when all the the bad zombies come out. I got I got well break. stuck in dying light. It's a really good game. I really like dying light. I think it's good, and I will play the second one when it only costs when. Uh, you know, I'd spend all my money on a Hearthstone expansion, so I can't buy Dying Light full price. <laughs> what else have you done? You fought a Nightmare? You... Um, I can't even remember what I'm doing in the story. The story seems fine. Bit... Sort of your average sci-fi story, yeah, isn't it? Uh, like... Exactly. I hate the fact that the tagline for the game is it's cl- dubbed as a, a sci-fi masterpiece. It's like, ah, don't don't blow your own trumpet like that. Well, you do love this game, though. Yeah, I know, but don't blow your own trumpet like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love the sound of your trumpet. Is that actually their tagline, or is it not just like a... Like Surely a that's review? a review, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, it's just on oh, the first thing you read when you go on their game on the PS Store. I thought, like, you meant it was, like, the subtitle. Yeah, I thought it was, like, on the case <laughs> under the name. I was already said subtitle. <laughs> I'm looking at Prey now. Is it much like Dead Space? Mm, it's not as horror based as dead space but it does okay. take place in space yeah that's true it the, does take place in space if you take the gross. the setting of dead space and yeah. you take the lighting of the nighttime sections of dying light yeah and you don't take any of dead uh-huh. by daylight yeah um and then you take dishonored and put yeah. that gameplay... No, not even really that. No, you're just, you haven't got it at in all. In the sense no. that all things set in space are the same game, then it is like Dead Space, yeah. but otherwise, no. I mean... Yeah, I go along with that. Yeah. It's I'm not an asteroid. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can think of loads of games in space that are all completely different from each other. I mean, I can think of a few that are different. I can't think of loads. Yeah, name it. Yeah, go on, Shay. No Man's Sky. That's basically Prey. Fuck yeah, off. Bad. What are you fucking on about? It's a sci-fi masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> it was when it came out, but they ruined it with all those updates. Yeah. But anyway, enough Prey for now. The other game I've been playing this week, anyhow. So I was browsing through the PS Store and I saw um, Crypt the Necrodancer has a DLC, a free DLC called Amplified. I'm not sure if it is free DLC or if it's a standalone game. Or I'm, I'm not really quite sure what the deal is. What did is. you even say? What um, was that? Crypto the blah, blah, blah. Crypt of the Necrodancer. Crypt of the Necrodancer. Oh, I just heard crypto and I was like, you're talking about crypto. <laughs> crypto. Yeah, unfortunate. Nobody's talking about crypto. No, yeah, we, we literally all get flagged. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's not uh, financial advice. Thank you, George. You saved us. George has lost a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Um, what is that? 
I'm assuming you. Yeah, I was about to say. I'm assuming you haven't heard of it. No, have no. you heard of it, George? No, I've not. I've Let not. me guess. It's a two D eight bit. Is it I eight mean, yeah, bit? He's, he's shockingly right. It's two D. It's, it's rhythm based, kind of loop. Rhythm based. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you'd hate it, Shay, to be honest. Fuck off. Um, but yeah, it's a roguelike game uh, with a twist, I suppose. So you'll go, it's a dungeon crawler, and you sort of do a couple of levels, fight a boss, sort of deal as, as all roguelikes tend to be. Basically, there's a beat going on. So the game is very music based. Um, it's got a really great um, soundtrack by Danny Boronovsky, maybe, I think is his name. But he's the same guy who wrote the original Bind Advisor music. Just put it Oh, oh cool. Yeah, okay. That right. is his name, by the way, because I'm on. The, them looking at online and yeah. you got it well done lee you're always you're always remembering random guys name no not Me always not random, but, uh, always doing it i'm always sitting next to you and you're like jim stanford <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that is uh, always happening of course but um, I saw this Amplified DLC and I was like, oh, I, I love a bit of Crypto the Necrodancer. I'm just not very good at it, to be honest, because um, the way it works as a game is it wants you to move on every beat. So it's, it's electronic music with a pulse, basically. That's most of the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. And you're you're supposed to move on, on every beat. Um, and if you miss a beat, you lose like your multipliers, like your combo, <laughs> your coin and combo multiplier. Um, as you're sort of going around these this dungeon, you pick up weapons as well. It's pretty punishing. Oh, it is very punishing for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, so it gives you like extra these weapons, you know, extra range, extra damage, typical things. Um, the enemies also move on the beat, right? And they all move in like set patterns. And I guess that's the kind of the draw of the game. You're sort of playing like a, almost like a tabletop game where, or, or like a game of chess where you know like certain pieces are going to move in certain ways and patterns mm -hmm. and you're just forced to do it in time with the music. And also you, you can't really stop to think about it. You've just got to keep, you know, you've got, it's more of a reaction kind of game than um, a strategic kind of game. Unless you choose the bard character, then you don't have to stick to the beat at all. Wait, there's different characters? Yeah, there's like 16 characters or something Shit. like that. Okay, all right. And that's just a number off the top of my head. It could be 20, it could be more. Yeah, yeah. I didn't put much time into it. I think I gave it like four runs on there. I did you even give it that much? Be real <laughs> Maybe now. not even that I, much. Yeah. I remember when I first introduced you to this game. Yeah, I was not interested. You and our other <laughs> mate Rob just completely Im and immediately shat on it. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you shit on it? What were you shitting on it for? I think I was just bad at it. If I'm if I'm honest, it was oh. just I don't know. It's... Is that why you're always <laughs> shitting on life? Yeah. Yeah, you, you got me say, yeah, that, that one cut real deep, man. <laughs> you got me say, that's good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Is it, can you, can you do like syncopated beats and stuff like that on it? Can you like move on the oh. offbeat or is it just that one no. character that Yeah, let's get real that? music tech, techie into this. Yeah. Are there polyrhythmic <laughs> movements? No, there aren't. Can no. you alter subdivisions to triplet? No, okay. you cannot. Oh, okay. You've literally got to move on the beat. Right. It'd be fun if you could... Because then you'd maybe have, like, a tactical advantage to things if you were moving it at a separate timing. It, is any of the soundtrack, like, Gabba, where it's like... Boop, 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 and you've got to be like... Ah, no. <laughs> no, it's all pretty... <laughs> you know mid-tempo uh, i don't want to call it generic but you know like mm. simple beats but they're really is the soundtrack's really quite cool actually uh, for a person who doesn't really listen to that kind of electronic music i i like it so it's cool there is one soundtrack george that is um to the boss called king conga okay and uh he's rocking a conga line and you've got to 
stop on like every eighth beat. Okay. So you move like one through seven, and then on the eighth beat you stop or something like that. Oh, it'd be nice if they introduced like musical challenges as you went along. Yeah. Like that. Did, they, did they do that, or is it just that one? That, as far I, I'm not very good at the game, so I've not made a great deal of progress and seen everything that the game's got to offer. As far as I'm aware, it's just that one. So when you're moving your character, is it like you have to make sure you move on the beat, or is it like you if you like holding forwards, your character will only move on the beat, or like how does it work? No, no, you're it's I, I can't I use the D pad. Yeah, I don't even know if you could use an analog stick. But so have you got to like time your input right, or will it only accept an input at, the, at specific time? No, you got to time your input right. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just kind of find yourself, you know, tapping away to the beat, and it's sort of around like one twenty ish, one between one twenty and one sixty BPM. That is, um, so kind of comfortable enough to tap away to. But it is that just sort of. I, I guess the challenge really lies in consistently doing something, not ha taking a moment to like think about what an enemy is going to do, or you're surrounded by three enemies, how to go about killing them. Mm. But anyway, I started. The only reason why I played it this week is because I got the amplified DLC. So that is just fucking. I didn't know anything about it, but they've just taken a hard game and they've ramped it all up. They've. They, what's that band that take it to eleven? Uh, Spinal Tap. Spinal. They've <laughs> Spinal Tap that shit. Uh, <laughs> they've seriously taken that that game and just ramped it to eleven. Uh, like mm. levels are bigger, way more enemies in a room. I think there's too many bosses when you on every floor you need to be a mini boss at the end of the level and it unlocks some stairs to like the next floor down um so there's two instead of one at the end of every level so yeah they've just ramped up it's i played it for about five minutes i had like well maybe a bit longer than five minutes because i had like three runs and i was like ah oh, this is just too difficult you coined it put it back on because <laughs> no, i put it back on the vanilla gameplay and still played it i didn't refund it do you, <laughs> do you refund games a lot yeah, oh, yeah, all the time, man. Cool. Yeah, yeah, all I the never time. think to refund games. Dude, Steam's refund policy is, is really generous. You can own a game for two weeks. Boys, we can't talk about this every <laughs> fucking week. <laughs> I've never talked How about it. How many episodes have we mentioned a Steam, a Steam refund policy? I'm on a mission to bring down the gaming industry one refund at a time. <laughs> <laughs> one pound game pass and Steam yeah. refunds. That's all I spend on gaming, man. Like, literally. It's bad. <laughs> But 400 quid, that's a reasonable amount to spend on No, 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 that was you. Like, I have never spent money on a card game. That's To me, that is insane. Uh, you were the one who said it was fairly reasonable, Coy. I mean, like, for Shay, over five years, it's fairly reasonable. But to yeah. me, it's insane. I would not spend money on a card game. I mean, I mean, you know, disrespect, Shay, but it's, it's absolutely criminal insanity to spend money on a card game. I don't accept your lack of disrespect. I feel <laughs> I feel disrespected. Um, and, you know, sometimes... I just want you to feel slightly disrespected. I thought so, yeah. But I just... <laughs> sometimes I think it's worth paying £400 uh, to have a game to play while you're taking a shit. <laughs> I mean, you do shit a lot, so, yeah. you know, it makes I do sense. shit a lot, yeah. Do you shit a lot? You especially yeah, probably do like shit Maybe half the day I'm shitting. <laughs> the other half of the day I'm wiping. <laughs> I feel like there's no games you could play while wiping. But. Uh, well, actually, this goes back to the one-handed Final Fantasy controller from last week. So as long as you can wipe with one hand, you can play Final Fantasy or that other game that you guys were playing with one hand. 
So okay. there are games out there. But you get the, your get your bloody Nintendo uh, Nintendo Switch and just play it one hand, couldn't you? You could do that. I don't want to get shit on my Nintendo Switch though. <laughs> okay, you just on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing that I put on my face. <laughs> Surely shit on your Nintendo Switch would just blend in with the rest of it. What are you talking about? Well, because it's all shit. Is it red or blue? <laughs> Maybe he's got one of those wooden switches. What? There's, there's like a wooden switch you can get. Koi's over here talking about wooden switches. There's a wooden switch. <laughs> you can get a wooden switch, I'm sure. Let me have a look at this. Or this is some Maybe. crazy fever dream that me, I have. I have uh, not got the red and blue switch. I got the, the just the regular old black one. Well, gray, the, the gray or colors, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I shouldn't have used the word regular, but. I got the the grey one because I was like, it looks a bit less like a child's console if I do that. I fully agree. I fully agree. I've never really liked the red and blue colours. No, that was an odd choice. Yeah. It was an odd choice. I, I really like this idea of a wood, wooden console, though. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you would. Aesthetically, that would be much better than oh, anything George else. Oh, George loves trees, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you know what consoles came with a bit of wood on them, I'm pretty sure? Ataris. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure they had, like, a little... Yeah, they did, like, you know, like you get on the old Sims, like, one yeah. on the side. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Like, so many people complain about the new consoles, like the PS5 and the new Xbox and things. About what and do they complain about them about? Just, like, the aesthetics of the actual box itself. And I, I don't think it's a strong generation uh, aesthetic like the ps5 is, is too out there i like the attempt at something different but i don't think they put it off and the xbox is like a fucking rectangle i think so. xboxes have looked shit for the last 10 years really and the xbox <laughs> the original yeah. one looks shit and the 360 shit i think xboxes have always looked fucking shit actually mm. what was the last really good looking console um the ps2 ps2 i'd go along with that yeah, yeah. ps2 looks mm. all right I feel like computers oh, have the option to look a lot better. I'm yeah, my computer, computer looks better. Yeah, George is, yeah, like, yeah, big up my computer, George. <laughs> it's a big, like, see-through box and you see all the bits inside. Yeah, I think, full like, of, for a full of that RGB as well, which I know Koi loves. To be fair, if I took my PS5... Do you actually have RGB? Of course he does, yeah. Does, do you? Yeah, I've got loads of RGB in my George. Really? I always thought you wouldn't, you wouldn't have RGB. Mate, I love flashy-looking shit. Yeah, he's an RGB, RGB he's an boy. RGB. Through, hey, look through, at what man. I'm wearing now. Look at this combo. <laughs> <laughs> I can see so much. <laughs> I see through the shorts. <laughs> Still with us, George. I'm still here. Yeah, he's still, still there. Here? Well, what you been playing out then, George? <laughs> what I've been playing. Uh, well, like a while back when I saw you before before Christmas, you mentioned about your podcasts and everything. And I thought I better play a game all the way through, and I've been finding it quite hard recently to get all the way through games. But I I started playing all the way through the Banner Saga. Has anyone played that before? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. not played it. I've it, heard of it. I like. It's grand. You can get it on on Steam. It's sort of an RPG. It's um, a turn-based combat uh, type game. It's got quite a deep story. If yes. I'm right. Yeah, very much. So it's a it's a fantasy game. It's all based on type Norse type mythology. Um, you've got an end mm -hmm. of the world scenario and. Uh, everyone's being chased back by this like terrible apocalyptic event uh, of the wor world going dark. It's got these horned giants and it's got various fantasy races, which are all things that really tick my 
in my boxes. Tickle um, your balls. Yeah, they tick. They really tick my balls. Your very hairless balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's really fun. There's three games there. They're like twenty quid each or so, um, and they get better as they go along. Wait, what do you mean? Uh, so there's three in the Banner Saga. Oh. Yeah, it follows the story of... <laughs> I can't believe you needed an explanation for what you meant by this. <laughs> three games. Said there was three games in total. Yeah, yeah but I wasn't listening. I wasn't Sequels. Video well, put games. Put your fucking phone away, Shane. Well, I'm looking at the listen. Banner Saga on my phone. I'm looking at what it looks well, like. Well, listen, instead of looking. This is I a, listen with my audience. eyes. It's <laughs> <laughs> them thick corneas they soak in there, don't they? I think, well, looking at the Banner Saga, though, it's this very nice, like, hand-drawn art, which is really, yeah. really beautiful. Yeah. And it ma- makes it worth playing for that reason. I think it's the first game that the studio's made. I can't rem- uh, remember the name of the studio off the top of my head. The Banner Studio. Is that true, Coy, or are you just... Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Stoic Studio. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's their first game. So the first one is is grand. Uh, it's, quite, it's quite punishing if you play it on, like, the right difficulty. Oh. But... I do. F- so the mechanics of it are the story goes along and you're looking at this uh, artistic representation of your uh, clan, which is has got a banner. That's the banner saga. Um, and they're they're traveling from one place to another. And it jumps from different points of view between like different groups. And it's all like really well represented, uh, like interesting characters. And every so often when a point in the story comes and there's a fight, you do this kind of slightly top down isometric uh, turn based fighting that's similar to a lot of RPGs. You can level up your characters, all that kind of thing. And it's really fun, um, and the story's really, really compelling, and I got through a lot of it. But towards the end in the last one, um, after having played it for quite a while, and you level up your characters between games and they get, you know, exponentially more powerful. Mass Effect style. Yeah, so, you know, it takes your save from the previous one into account. Um, you know, who might have died, who you might have saved, all that sort of thing. But it becomes... I love that shit. Yeah, it's really, really great. But it becomes quite easy to, like, cheese the game once you work out his mechanics. Um, uh, what, in what way? So uh, there's a particular character called Arlette who has a bow, um, and she's the only character in the game who has an Overwatch function. So like lots of games have Overwatch when uh, when someone moves. What's, what's Overwatch? Overwatch is like when uh, someone moves into their radius, they'll shoot them. Or not on their turn, but kind of off their turn. Oh, okay, and, all right. And sure. it's not like in XCOM where they get to do it once. Arlette gets to do it to anyone who moves into oh, her shit. range. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I, have, I played XCOM. I should know what Overwatch is. I played XCOM recently. Yeah. Sorry. So, so it's that sort of thing. It's quite. In, I think it's a good mechanic for that sort of this sort of game. And in XCOM, it works great. In other, in other like similar games, they don't have it at all, which I think is like a, a missing piece to that kind of like turn-based combat. You kind of want to be able to like. Mm delay your character's turn and and monopolize on that but if you combine her overwatch with a knockback effect it takes it stops everything else's turn which makes it very very overpowered and it got to the point where it was so easy i really beat the last last boss in like a few minutes and i thought i got a bit tired of playing the rest of it to be honest see to be honest that's quite appealing to me man like i'm, I'm really bad at these sort of you know yeah. uh, Koi loves games where you basically games. don't have to do he hates gameplay yeah yeah he wants games yeah. to play themselves <laughs> and you don't have to do anything Pretty much. yeah 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 in fact, I, I did play the Banner Saga and I dipped off it because it was too hard. Oh, so really? I'm genuinely thinking, Thank yeah, after, after this, if, if you can tell me this is one tactic that I can sail through the game with. Yeah. 
I'm in. I'm you in will there. believe this one tactic <laughs> that changes the game. <laughs> That's the tagline for the episode. <laughs> but you can just pile things onto that tactic and make it more effective, give her like critical hits and all this sort of stuff. So she's doing loads and loads of damage, stopping everyone in their tracks. And it doesn't matter who else you line up. You can just be really defensive around this one character. You put all of your giants in around her, and just nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna stop it. Basically, it would come in like the second or third game, but it's like it's quite fun to have worked that out. But at the same time, it just made the game super easy once I did. Okay, yeah, all right. But yeah, I recommend it. For, the music's really, really beautiful. It's a lot about like trying to save your clan and save as many people as possible. And yeah, I definitely recommend all of the Banner Saga games. So when you're not fighting, what are you doing? Like wandering around. Yeah, you get like a kind of a text-based adventure that goes on. Oh. Um, and you watch the art kind of. Do you need move. to be able to read to play this game? You do have to read to play. Sorry, this game. Lee. Does does the game not read it for you, George? Uh, no, it doesn't. There's no voice acting in it. Oh, there's a little bit of voice acting, but most stuff, like the majority of stuff, isn't. That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> there's a little bit. <laughs> it's yeah. not. I don't know, super comparable to a lot of the games that I, I know you play, but it, I definitely think it is worth mm. a go, and just for like a nice story and something that's quite a relaxing game. Mm. Um, it, yeah, I've it's heard the story's really good, and like your choices matter, is it? Is there like big choice systems? Or yeah, I think at various points there there is quite big choices that you make, and you do get punished for doing the wrong thing. Well, so you were saying earlier about like the game remembers who's died and who hasn't died, so there's yeah. like characters that can... Yeah. You can make be dead or not dead. Is that free combat or free choice? Both. I wanted to ask um, earlier, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, oh, so characters have permadeath? Yeah, there's permadeath. Ooh. And that's probably what it was that turned me off, like, because I'm not a big fan of, like, XCOM and things like that with permadeath sometimes. Okay. Oh, are these characters that are, like, not related to the story? Are they, like, pawns that don't really play into the plot? Well, it depends. So it, right at the beginning, um, you, you play as Rooker and Arlette, who's a father and daughter, and they're kind of the main characters in the first one, uh, aside from like the giants and things. And there's a character who starts with them, who's really useful mechanically, but can die immediately if you make the wrong choices. But is that character involved in the story as well? I, he, he would be more involved in the story, having looked like at the wiki and stuff. If you don't have him immediately die, but there's various people tend points. to be more involved in a story if they don't immediately die. I yeah. Can't. <laughs> Traditionally, <Yes. laughs> historically, but like at various points, you know, I think all characters have points in which they can die. So it depends on what you're choosing, and you can be like more oh. conservative in your choices about wanting to save your supplies or your clansmen or whatever your major motivation is. So I, it's something that you could go back to and try and play in a completely different way, and probably get quite a lot of enjoyment out of. Yeah, cool man, sounds great. I think it sounds shit. No, sorry, I think it sounds alright. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's lying. Yeah, I'm lying. <laughs> sounds shit. Go with his first response. Shay's not got the attention span to play Banner Saga. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you've been playing then, George? Other than video games, I you know I was saying I like a I like an RPG. I play a lot of D and D, which has been a lot of fun. What what is D and D? D and D. What does it stand yeah. for? Dicks and douches. Yeah, basically. Uh, no, it's Dun <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons fifth, fifth edition. Dicks um, and douches. <laughs> uh, which is quite a lot of fun to play. I play it with uh, some people on Twitch on a, on a channel. Um, we'll promote it, and then yeah. Coy can cut it out. <laughs> it's more more or less gaming. 
uh, M-A-W or, or less gaming. You owe us 50 quid now. Okay, I'll give you that to that later, cool. I guess. <laughs> and, uh, and that's been a lot, a lot of fun. It was really a lot of fun in the pandemic when we didn't get to see people very much. Wait, so you were, in the pandemic, you were going round his house and playing D&D? No, we were playing over When you're supposed to be quarantined? Yeah. I'm calling Boris that's Johnson. So irresponsible, right George. I'm sorry, guys. If you cough over Discord, people get it. That's um, it we're going to cut that from this podcast because we've never broken the law. Yeah, ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is why I bring, bring a fourth guest on and it's just anarchy. Man. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all gone a bit crazy. Over <laughs> it's got it RPGs and non-video games. It's completely off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, have, you, have either of you ever played D&D? Sorry, Coy and Lee. Have you, either of you ever played it? I've played like a very light version of D&D that was basically a board game that was like some kind of spin-off. Um, and then I played actual D&D. <laughs> and a friend of mine started doing like uh, voices mm. and I, I had to leave. Really? <laughs> that, really? That was, my, that was my D&D. Oh no. It was fine until the voices happened. And I, I just, were they, were they really like awful voices? Or... Yeah, like, you know. Like, I don't believe you, Coy. I, I reckon I could name this person. <laughs> Good old David Stobat. <laughs> That's him. Um, and I don't believe you. I bet his impressions were fantastic. They, they were great, man. They were great. I think I, th- I think D&D is a lot of fun for that sort of thing. And the way it's put forward in the media is like most of the really successful podcasts that do it um, are done by really recognisable vid- video game voice actors. I, I, do you know what? I wanted to check in on, um, what is it, Critical Role? That's the big one. Yeah, that is. It's They're very, very long-form podcasts. They're like four hours at a time, and they'll do 100 episodes in a campaign, like a series. Um, so it's a lot to get in on. Um, and I, I don't watch it super frequently. I think there's a there's a better one called Dimension 20, which is quite heavily edited. Okay. Um, and so it's a lot more... There may be two-hour episodes, and it's a bit more pithy. All right, yeah. I might check that out, man. Yeah, that one's really worth checking out. Uh, there's a good one on on YouTube where they do like a variation on Lord of the Rings and they play as the baddies but because Lord of the Rings is obviously under copyright they can't use the names correctly they just do like Brodo sort of, yeah that sort of thing <laughs> like funny versions Brand, of names <laughs> uh, which is really entertaining uh, but like Matt Mercer and Travis Willingham and Laura Bailey are all really well known um Voice actors. Oh, I know Laura Bailey. She did uh, Mass Effect. Is that right? Yeah, she plays Black Widow in the in the Avengers game. Uh, I think Travis Wing- Willingham plays Thor in quite a lot of stuff. Uh, Matt Mercer is known for loads of things. He does a lot of like anime. He plays McCready in Fallout Four. Oh, you were telling me about him earlier. Yeah. Oh, he was one of the better voices in Fallout Four, man. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a really great like character you can delve into. So I think watching them because they're professional actors, that side of D and D where people people like to improvise and do that kind of that actual role play because i think when you play a role play role playing game um as a video game you, you're do you not put on an accent when you play a, video, a role playing video game no i don't do you oh all the time <laughs> do you read out the dialogue options to the yeah to your, hey what you doing around here in these parts you better be going on homeboy and then i'll be like as my character I'll be like <laughs> what what game was that <laughs> You're not allowed to know what game it is, Koi. It's my game. Okay. Stay away. I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Good, man. Sorry, as well, can I just ask Lee, have you ever played D&D? I've never played D&D. Not really, you can say. I've, I've attempted to play it, but um, let's say situations arose. And... What sort of situations arose, man? I'll let George say. Oh. 
but it didn't go very well because some uh, people we were playing with maybe got a little bit too intoxicated oh, and couldn't quite handle the situation. What do you mean they couldn't handle the situation? You, you want a, a relative level of sobriety to uh, to play D&D, I think. Although I do oh, okay. do drink every time. I do you, do you drink out of like a golden chalice? Yeah, water, it's got, kit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he drinks water. Yeah, I drink out of like a skull chalice generally. To like yeah. really, but I'll buy a new one for every character, so I'm really like in the zone. <laughs> got like Are you being genuine there? I'm sure, I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go in there for a second, for sure. I could. The thing is, I could almost believe it. I really That's wanted that yeah. to be true. I, I did. I kind of did want it to be true. That would be fun. But, uh, um, but so with D and D, right? Yeah. I've hear everyone was always saying it like it. A lot of it depends on the what's he called the main guy, the, the DM, the dungeon, dungeon master. master. Yeah. But so like, how do they deal with like, say someone who, say some dickhead like Lee? Yeah. Yeah. He's no. playing it, and he's just like <laughs> saying the most outlander. Like, because obviously the idea is that it's like <laughs> that might have been part of the reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still playing because of you, mate. Well, like, but the idea Absolutely. is that it's like sinking the experience. Right. We were in the, we were in the tutorial phases. Okay, and yeah, I was just querying how the economy works. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we got onto how the economy works. It's completely unnecessary to talk about this sort of thing. Yeah. We, we just finished doing the stats, and I just yeah. wanted to know how we were being paid for our. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Look, you get gold and just don't don't question the situation. But that's the thing. It's like the idea behind D and D is that it's like ultimate freedom and you can do whatever yeah. you want in it. But it's like, how does a dungeon master deal with someone who's like just being a fucking idiot? I think I think really the, the sort of conceit of it is that everyone's got to work together to some degree. And whilst you could be a complete chaos goblin about everything, you is that you, an official D and D term? A chaos yeah, goblin is sort of used. Yeah. Um, you could you could be like that, but people don't want to play with you if you're going to be like that all of the time uh you're sort of working together to have this storytelling experience and it's got mechanics to it and it's sort of a fun uh supposed to be a fun time but if someone's being shitty then you sort of kick them out of the group i suppose but i've not had that experience where you kick someone out you just hear these like awful reddit stories and things yeah you didn't kick lee out that one time then no i kicked him out of the house but uh, i'm prepared to play dmt again with him if he if he's gonna be nice this time Hey man, I wasn't not being nice about it. I just wanted to know how many silvers equaled one gold in this world. <laughs> that was not, okay, can we kick Lee out of this Discord chat? Because I'm pissed off with him now already. Uh, no, I'm turning around on the idea. I think that's a fairly reasonable question, Lee. George. Thank you. Come on, man. Well, I think it's ten. I think it's ten silvers to a gold. <laughs> None of this had to happen. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh. But um, oh, yeah. but I sort of you can play with lots of different people, and that's kind of the attraction about it. I was playing in a in a public group recently because um, obviously you know like with anything like with uh, this event you have to have everyone there at the right time, and if someone can't do it, it's kind of fucked. Uh, so I was playing in a public group where you go to a local like dice shop, and some student was going to do the DMing. And so there were some other kids from a different background, and I was a little bit older than them. But a mum who was like 48 or so came along with her a little kid who was eight years old, and it was their first time, and they really wanted to play D and D. So it was a really nice experience to play with these people who'd never done it at all, but were hyper excited about it. That's nice, man. Yeah, it's nice from like a community point of view when you when you find those good these good outlets for it and to play with different people like that. Yeah, that's fucking lovely. Yeah. So I've been watching the new Stranger Things recently, and D and D has a kind of role in that. Hmm. But what I've learned is that apparently D and D 
can infect people's minds and yeah. some people get so involved that they don't know what's reality and what's D&D anymore and yeah. then they can actually kill people in real life thinking they're within a D&D game. Well, there's that Has classic, that ever happened? Well, there's that classic Tom Hanks Sounds film legit. that's all about that. Because um, there was a satanic panic about D and D in the eighties. That's exactly oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's right. what they're talking yeah. about in Stranger Things. Yeah, it's a really old game, and because they was do... that a real thing? Yeah, it was a real they thing. really thought the satanic that? panic oh was a real God, thing. And uh, so back in the day when they were making it, they obviously make reference to demons and angels and all this sort of stuff. And no one's saying you have to go worship a demon or anything in the game, but I think the fact that the all the textbooks do contain all the all the spells for summoning demons and things like that in a purely like mechanical sense um it does include that and people got really freaked out i think it was more in maybe more conservative parts of the u.s maybe sounds the UK like an American well. yeah um, yeah there was like lots of chick tracks about it and stuff like that yeah uh, so it's quite interesting like the history of it in that sense um but you know it's come on a long way from there and George yeah. gets um, people to like design his characters for him. By the way, he'll like come up with new characters. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah. I, I, I think know. like the appeal of D and D is that it's an RPG game and it gives you ultimate freedom, so you can make as many characters as you like. Something like Skyrim it does that a bit, but it's limited, and lots of other RPGs do that as well. But if you really like doing that, then D and D's for you. Yeah, my 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 favorite my favorite part of the couple of times I did play Dungeons and Dragons was the character creation like that really really did I can fucking believe that Koi yeah <laughs> I hate character creation in in uh, like real God, video games too, it's so boring I love like, it oh. I love it I sort of like oh I'll make it look a certain way and then I'm like this like how what do you want the chin to look like and it's like I don't have now to make a good chin what's a chin supposed to look like yeah I mean you don't have to pick those preset things. number two whatever <laughs> done let's get in I'm just preset fucking... number one guy nah it's always preset number two because everyone goes preset number one yeah at least then I'm a bit different you know no because I reckon just as many people think that and be like no I'm not going preset number one everyone does I'll go preset number two you know two. what next time maybe I'll go preset number four you're right yeah mm. no one goes four to be fair exactly well now you do, I do you got to spend at least half an hour on character creation otherwise who are you multiple hours yeah. get the mods that means you can use ultra, ultra slider and things like that oh, George you're talking to me yeah. <laughs> I think Koi just came a bit <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Coy, what have you been playing at? Well, George, I've been playing... George. George. <laughs> Sorry. You are George. Oh, my God. Easy now, Gage. Right at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I've been playing uh, quite a lot of a game called Vampire Survivors, which I talked oh, about a little bit last week. Oh, that's the one, that's the streamer one, isn't that? Well, yeah. Uh, is, is it the streamer one? No, 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 I'm talking about V something else. Okay, fucking ignore me. Vampire Survivor, oh, it's, what's it's, that? It's the same one I was talking about last week. <laughs> oh, I didn't listen to you. I never listened. It shows how much yeah. he listens, really. <laughs> <You were laughs> last week you had, like, a list of ten games you played, and you wanted to remember all ten of them. You didn't even finish talking about them. I was going to say, he didn't get through the whole list, did you? No, I didn't, I'm keeping those as a backup for like because I've been playing a lot of Vampire Survivors. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep those as a so backup. So we're going through six through eight today. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk much about it. I'm just gonna say like. But you've, I, so I, you I found a game started. that you've gotten in, you've gotten into a game though. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, yeah. I, I have actually finally settled on a game. I don't know how valid of a choice it is though because it, oh, it's, it's barely valid. a game. Mate, I mean, it's as much a game as anything else, except mm. you don't have quests. Yeah, or buttons. Yeah, you do. You no, got left just, button. No, there's no left button. button. No, it's just right a joystick, button. man. The D-pad don't even work. Oh, this is really? that game. This is the one-handed game. Yeah, it's yeah. the one-handed oh, game. Oh, no. Yeah. This is not a valid yeah. choice at all. 
Explain the game a bit. I've got no context for it. It's it's George. You don't want to know. Okay. It, it's good, George. Don't listen to these two shifters, right? Wait, these two? I'm on your oh, side. You are on my side. <laughs> yeah, it's just me being a mega shyster. Yeah, I'm, I'm two people's worth of shysting going on here. Can we call you shy from now? Shyster. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, for George's benefit, um, Vampire Survivors, you only use the left stick, right? And it's like a little 2D, 8-bit kind of affair where you just kind of go around and mow down enemies, like, legions and legions of vampires it's top down as well it's top down yeah Yeah, you start with one kind of attack and every time you level up you get another kind of attack and you it like auto attacks Mm -hmm. so all you do is like move around the screen and every time you level up you get a different attack you want to try and like so the thing is like i can kind of understand the game now because i spent a bit more time in it and it's like sounds deep and lots of things to understand yeah it's not it's not overly deep but it's it's deeper than i was expecting for sure it's almost like wizard of legends in some respects like there's a there's a lock element to it and you have to deal with the cards that you're dealt but once you get your head around all the attacks you can like really focus on a build and you know prepare yourself for certain situations that are going to turn up it's like i say a little bit deeper than i thought it was um and i've been i've been I've probably played about 20 hours of it this week, just, you know, huh. listening to podcasts and, and bashing away at this. I was going to ask if you've been doing anything else with your right hand, but is it still just flicking through podcasts? I don't have a better answer for you this week. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> not something that he wants to say on a nah, podcast nah. anyway. <laughs> at least nothing he wants to admit to on a podcast, that's yeah. for sure. Your mum's been listening to this podcast. I don't want to upset her. <laughs> oh, that's not well, I thought you were going to go somewhere else for that. <laughs> um... It's kind of, it's, are the attacks on like a cooldown type thing? There's like a timer until they yeah. reset? Or, okay. Yes, exactly, yeah. But you can get like, um, so you get weapons and you get like artifacts, I think they're called, with mm. the, will like augment cooldowns or, you know, area of effect or the speed that projectiles go. Yeah. Um, and you just want to like pair them up with uh, certain things. And when, when you get them past a certain level, you can evolve them into like this like crazy mega attack. Like Lee was over earlier. It and I wild. Yeah, when I was I having a really good today, run. It looked fucking wild. Yeah, it gets fucking crazy. Like, so each one is, a maximum of 30 minutes. Last week, I think I mentioned that I, I thought I came up against the boss and it just totally demolished me. But actually what it is, is a run can only be 30 minutes. And once 30 minutes has gone, the screen clears and then the Grim Reaper comes along and it just decimates you. That's it. Game over. There's has anyone ever destroyed it. the Grim Reaper? Yeah, there are people on YouTube that have, that have done it. There's like ways that they've cheesed it. And um, you unlock a character for doing it. Oh, really? so it's the, built into the game that it's possible. Yeah, That's yeah. But it's, uh, man, like, yeah, you, you have to cheese your way through it. You can't actually have, uh, have an actual fight with him. Like, he comes over you're dead that's it it's done well i live in an ex dairy farm so cheesing's what i know yard. Oh. <laughs> that was fucking beautiful Shane. that was so good man kudos for that man. that was beautiful that is the highlight of this entire podcast for me <laughs> And I don't just mean this week, I mean every week until now. That was the highlight. I've seen Vampire Survivors before, and I think what kind of turned me off to it was the gra- the graphics look so basic to it compared to yeah, a lot of similar yeah, things. Yeah. It's you youngins, isn't it? You can't you can't handle graphics from uh, <laughs> from 1984. <laughs> well, to be fair, like Vampire Survivors is a bit better than that. Yeah, it maybe looks like a Mega Drive game. It's like so. Golden Axe era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah I go along with that. Sure, definitely stop for me playing it though. Yeah, fuck that. I can't believe. I'm surprised George played Banner Saga. Banner Saga looks great. What mm. the fuck are you talking about? I can't wait to hear what Shay's been playing this week. I'm, I'm expecting pure gold. <laughs> it's only two pounds. 
How much? Yeah, man, it's, it's dead cheap. Fucking it's hell. dead cheap. Oh, I was definitely yeah. quite it's only £2. Pounds. Oh, I thought you said £22, yeah, pounds. Real, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's great for the price. Oh, um, it looks crazy. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, it gets pretty fucking mental, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, your first few runs, you don't really get the appeal. But there's something just... It's got, like, kind of an addictive nature to it. Mm. There's something calling you back. And then when you have your first good run, you're like, oh, shit, I get it's it. It's like a fucking like, zillion skeletons on the screen in this photo. Yeah, dude, it gets, in, it gets insane, man. It gets absolutely insane. I want them to come up with an FPS roguelike. I don't. I'd be into that. Is there one? I mean, I mentioned Void Bastards. There are loads of FPS roguelikes. Yeah, I'm not going to play. Them. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, are there any that are meant to be good? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of any. Well, I can't um, think of any of them. Mind Control Delete. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that, is that meant to be good? Yeah, oh, I played it. It's great, it's, man. Um, yeah, it's wicked. You, you heard of Super Hot? Yeah, it's, it's Super Hot. It's, it's like yeah, it's a roguelike Super Hot. It's really really good. Man. I've never heard of Super Hot. You've never heard of Super Hot? I've Huge. seen it before, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at pictures yeah, and I've seen yeah. it before. So that's a roguelike? Yeah, yeah, so like a roguelike version of Super Hot. It's really good. Is it really good? Yeah. I, I it's all right. I mean, I don't really like roguelikes, but I, I finished it. it was you great. say that, but you talk about, you seem to play a lot of them for not liking them. <sighs> I have actually been on a bit of a kick recently, haven't I? Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Wizard of Legend, he rated yeah. one of his games that's all the time. That's and now he doesn't true. like roguelikes. I had easy to play the other day. <laughs> I think for, you know, if you're, you're working, you haven't got loads of time like roguelikes are amazing because you can just like put a bit of time into it and get a really good like yeah like, oh everyone george like likes isaac what does everyone else hate it or what or just yeah like... man you're my my fellow isaac here oh, it's lovely <laughs> i really enjoyed hades actually i've been playing that a lot since we uh at, played it at christmas what's dead cells yeah man dead cells only good dead cells is great yeah look at Vo void bastards look really good show oh void bastards is another first person yeah. um all right like, boys yeah. all right if you don't mind i've got i've got some games to talk oh, about here we, <laughs> here we go what <laughs> What else have you been playing, I think? Thank Quite. you, Lee. Much appreciated, mate. Nice one. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Um, I played. I played a game called Green Hell, which. Um, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. You're like stuck in a forest, and you're like everything kills you instantly. Yeah. Well, okay. So it's like um, it's that base building survival kind of vibe. You know, the one you try because you're looking for the next Subnautica. You know, but it's it's really fucking in depth. Like you can injure yourself, and you injure yourself on like different parts of your body. And there's like a an inspect body function, and you have to like shove your arm out, and like rotate your arm around and then grab the fucking bandage and then put it on the cut there. Everything is super duper in depth to the point where it actually kind of put me off a little bit, but only because it was just a little bit overwhelming. Like, I think I'm going to go back to it one day. I didn't I didn't play it for long. Mm, I've heard it's like a real doesn't explain anything. Like people go in and they'll yeah. like touch a leaf and the leaf's poisonous and then they die and they don't know how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's that's one aspect about it that I really quite liked. Like you've got a journal. You don't just have like a, you know, like an inventory and a, a help guide or whatever. To learn the local flora and fauna, you have to interact with them in some way and then it like creates like a little note page in your journal. Is it like... Um, um... Uh, like relevant to real life. George has heard you talk about plants, and he's real into. Oh, anyway, yeah, sorry, let's all, I'm gonna go let's off all just one. point out George is a biologist. Yeah, and like specialising in plant biology, yeah. <laughs> plants and stuff. So yeah. um, no, it's not very grounded in reality. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, yeah. no. See, when you say it's like um, a difficult sort of survival game, I had, I had, I've not played Green Hell, but like The Long Dark is. So I think it's kind of similar, but it's set in like the Alps or something mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. It's just like snowy and mountainous instead of uh, Amazony rainforesty. Yeah, thing that you've got in the uh, Green Hell. 
and it was super in-depth and I just couldn't get into it for that reason. There was just too many, like you say, it was too in-depth, uh, too many systems and shit to worry about. Takes the fun away and makes it more of a yeah. stress I mean, to survive. Exactly what you said, man. The thing is, like, I, I really think one of the greatest things about Subnautica is how it, like, naturally feeds you into all those little systems in a very, just, yeah, just a natural way. You want to go further, you've got to figure out how to get more oxygen, you yeah. know? Any, any situation you're presented with like there's a tool for it and it's introduced without a tutorial without a plot thread you just kind of naturally pick it up which other games haven't really managed to do in my opinion some have plot threads yeah true like the uh the um radiation suit that's a plot thread in a way that's true that's true yeah you only get that because the um what's the ship that you come the down? aurora the aurora yeah blows up that's true yeah yeah but most most of them i think they just like the little tools and stuff you kind of just naturally figure out what they're what they're for how they function and all that but um, so in Green Hell though, if you die, what happens? Do you have to? Is it like? Um, I actually haven't died yet. Oh, you haven't died. Oh, what? But so okay. So if you get poisoned, you find a way to. to yeah, yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like I fell off some rocks the other day, and I needed to find some like long leaves to make a bandage before I could like go climbing and stuff like that. He says he hasn't played it for long. It's been, we're going to find out it's been five minutes because when he's put a good effort in, it's turned out to be ten to fifteen minutes. So uh... well, I think maybe maybe five hours. Five hours yeah. is not bad. Maybe yeah. five hours. Oh, fair enough, dude. Mm. I expected it to be way less than that. No, I, I wanted to give it a good shake. Like, I, I felt like I could really, really like it, but it's just a little bit too taxing for where I'm at right now, you know? I might come back to it later. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, it's really, really beautiful, actually. Like, for, for normally, like, I pick up all of these, um, you know, survival fucking indie sandbox thingies that are, like, you know, half-built. But Green Hell, it looks great. It's got this, like, kind of camera smoothing effect to it that i've never seen done in a game before it might be a thing but um yeah when you're moving your little head around everything looks really smooth is your head quite little um well it's first person so i'm unaware of the size of my head at the moment okay (laughs) but i'll find out for you yeah could you yeah yeah, that will depend if i buy the game or not what's the requirement for you what's your has to be really little no 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 it's got to be little (laughs) not like nba jam sort of uh yeah, you never used a big a big head sheet on Tony Hawk. No, <laughs> <laughs> no she used to like turn no, the console off and yeah. disgust. <laughs> what other you got other games you can talk about, Coy? Yeah, I got one more game I'm going to just mention quickly. Um, I played um, Back for Blood. Okay, Left for Dead. Um, yeah, it's spiritual I, successor. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've heard bad things about it. If I'm honest. Yeah, it's it's very C grade, man. Like I really really enjoyed Left for Dead. I didn't play a whole bunch of it, but I, I don't really play like online shooters very often. But because it's competitive. I was more open to it, and I did. I did really enjoy it. I thought it was very well crafted. Were you, you playing know, it on your own though, Coy? No, I was playing it on my own online with other people. Oh right. Yeah. I saw like a video compare, like comparisons of Back for Blood and Left for Dead, and that was like showing how all the little details that they yes. put in it in Left for Dead just weren't there in Back for Blood, yeah. like the way mate. It's a classic Valve situation. Like, it's the little touches that make all the difference. Yeah. It's a Valve game. They've just put the extra love and care into it. And, and Back for Blood, just it just doesn't have any of that. It's it's very... If, you, if you've never played Left 4 Dead, it might be a fun experience. But having been spoiled with an actual good version of this game, I didn't I didn't really vibe with it. Is it is it very much like Left 4 Dead, where all of the you know you've got like the spitter and the witch and all of those yep. things? That's all. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. You you don't have a spitter or a witch, but you have like their equivalents. There's like oh, a guy that grabs you and a guy that explodes. Right. You know? It's weird that they even bother making it, to be honest, because Left 4 Dead still has quite a big player base, doesn't it? Maybe that's why they made it. I guess so, but it's just weird that you'd make a, a not as good game and expect people to leave Left 4 Dead to play your not as good version. 
Well, it's just Left 4 Dead's not on modern consoles or what have you, is it? Wouldn't they have made like Left 4 Dead 3 if it wasn't? I you mean, know, Valve was... can't do the number three, man. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> yeah, have to exactly. change the entire have to be made by Valve, then, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it for me, boys. Alrighty, nice. Well, I need a beer. Yeah, I need a wee. Maybe you can sort something out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shay. Yeah. What you been playing at? <laughs> oh, didn't, I wasn't expecting that question. No, I, I've been. Well, I, so I carried on playing Soma. Oh, did you? For one thing, yeah. And enjoying that. Have you finished it? Not yet. No. But I'm How get, far are you I'm into it? Oh, probably roughly. like two, maybe three quarters of the way in, I reckon, or two thirds, or seven tenths, maybe. But yeah, it's really good. I would definitely recommend it. It's, so it's made by the same people that made Amnesia, I've discovered. But, oh, um, that's interesting. But it seems to be their best, their most well-received game they've done. Is that right? Because Amnesia is pretty well-liked. Yeah, Amnesia was, was really well-liked. No, this one's even more well-liked. How do you know? Because I asked everyone who did to say who's played it. I don't think you did, Jay. I did. Actually. I don't believe you. Yeah, I did. George, have you played Soma? No, I've not. I've played a little bit have of Amnesia. Played Amnesia. Yeah, a little bit. Do you reckon Soma is better than? Uh, do you reckon Soma is better than Amnesia? What off the basis of never having seen or played it? Um, yeah, just on the basis of what nah, Shay said I mean, so far. How could it possibly be? Yeah, exactly. Amnesia so you're is wrong. Amazing. <laughs> okay, sorry. We're, we've got proof you said on you this. Yeah, you're right, yeah, I can't wrong. believe you lied to us like this. Okay, I apologise. Yeah. I'd like to apologise to everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I, what, I, what I'll say is I'm really enjoying the story, but I find like to to be a bit of a coy, the gameplay is a bit annoying sometimes. I do be hating that game. Yeah, you hate gameplay. But yeah, so you'll be like, yeah. obviously, like, you've got to get through in these future, areas. Shay, sorry, Shay, sorry. In future, instead of saying to be a bit of a coy, can you yeah. just say to be a bit coy? Oh, yeah. Can okay, sorry. Just... So <laughs> to be a little bit coy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like sometimes, so the gameplay is obviously like these weird monstery robot things and you've just got to get past them. And it's they're really slow. And Wait, it's... hang on, Shay, does Soma stand for anything? Oh, the the A's got to stand for amnesia, right? Have you forgotten anything? Slightly obscure modern amnesia. Yep, there we go. <laughs> you did it, guys. Well so done. these these monsters move so slow, and the gameplay is basically just like stand here and wait for this monster to walk past me so that I can go where it was. And it gets a bit like boring. Like it's a lot of like waiting. And I'm really into the story, so it's like oh, I've got to fucking stand here while this weird fucking tumor monster just. Sl slodges around. So the story's good, gameplay's bad. Story's good, the gameplay's not bad. There is also like a safe mode, which I wish I'd done just because it, I think then you could whiz through it a lot faster. But yeah, it's good. It's, I'm still really enjoying it. I don't know if this is a massive diversion from it, but the word Soma comes from a uh, an old drink that's taken in various religions that's psychoactive. That was an incredible oh, diversion, that George. I don't like a it. Great no, come on, hey man, yeah. hey. I'm sorry. If that's this is a video fun. games podcast, George. Really? Yeah, George, we've invited you on this podcast. You were just supposed to sit there and be silent. Well, I start talk about D and D for a bit. That's relevant. To talk about how high the balls are. Far too archaic. You made a huge yeah. fool of yourself, okay. mate. You know, George, sorry. Sorry. go home. Okay. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. No. Are you going to move on from Soma? Or yeah, I mean, yeah, no, that's about all I have to say. Unless anyone wants to ask me anything about it. Not really, mate. What does Soma stand for? No, nah, good. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> uh, well, she'd be playing next. Okay, Shay. so the other yeah. game I've been playing is so. Nah. I think Koi did such a great 
job of describing it that I bought that um, hard space shit breaker game. No, you fucking did yeah, it. Yeah, so I've been playing that a bit. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. Do you love it? Yeah, I really like it. It's pretty chill. I'm not very <laughs> nice. again. I'm not very far in, but yeah, I think everything you hate about it, I love. It's complicated. Oh, there's so much shit going on, man. And I was watching some video, and he was like talking about these fucking. Oh, there's like some like floating things above you that you can use to like anchor shit down. It's like damn. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, it's complicated. I like the humor yeah. of it as well. Like the the commentary on the like how capitalistic society has become, and like you've got to like sign all these waivers that are quite funny. Oh, yeah, I took yeah. a photo of something because it made me laugh, and I was like, oh, I'll talk about this. Uh, it made me agree to all these statements about like. Oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. When you you have to like sign a waiver that's yeah. like really you know late stage capitalism kind of yeah. Thing. Uh, it's making me make it, like confirm that I'm not a member of any unions or anything, and like I had no criminal record and blah blah. Uh, I had no commercial or real estate interest on the lunar asteroid belt or in the nation state of Arizona. I mean, I liked the style of it. It was just overwhelming. Like just getting inside that first ship, it, it was just so so fucking complex. It just scared me. The first frankly. ship's not even very complex. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, but you're talking to a man who works on ships, so that's true. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. I was quite surprised, like pleasantly surprised, when it started, and the ships are in like a little dry dock. And I was like, hey, but obviously then there's like a furnace, and which I don't have in my the dry docks I work in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like slice stuff apart. You've got to make sure not to like slice through any explosive stuff. You've got to, like deep, like if you cut into something before you've decompressed it, it'll explode in your face. And if you die, they like they've got your DNA scanned, and they're like, so the way it starts, you you start you like get this job, and then you're instantly put into like a billion dollars of debt from the company. Yeah. And then the object of the game is to make enough money from like salvaging, um, yeah. salvaging bits of ship that you become not in debt to this company anymore. It is very chill, but also very complicated at the same time. Over, like like Koi said, it is quite overwhelming to complicated. Like the first time I played it, I accidentally skipped the tutorial, <laughs> and then when it started, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> because because there's a bit in it when you're when you're signing away your life, it says, "I agree to skip basic training," and I thought that was like, uh... like when I'm at work, obviously that's the kind of thing that you would do. You just skip basic training. You're like, <laughs> you put the training yeah. video on, and then you just go and do something else, and then you come back and you say. Yeah, yeah. Get they YouTube up. They yeah, say things right. like, "Oh, what are you supposed to wear? A clown hat, uh, safety helmet, safety glasses, safety gloves." And it's like, "Hmm, I think I'm gonna pick Wait, the safety." Hey, which one are you supposed to wear? Um, the safety uh, stuff. Clown hat. Nah, so you'd bail. That's why you don't work on shit. <laughs> oh shit! Ah, this is why I didn't like this game, man. Too complex for me. I thought it was because it didn't have character customization. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> I thought that was the, the only thing holding you back. But yeah, anyway, so it, I skipped basic training because I thought that's the kind of thing that people would do. And then it turns out it was the tutorial, and then I was playing the game, and I was like, what the fuck is everything? It sounds like that's on you, to be honest, Shay. You did agree to skip the basic training. How dare you? You agreed, mate. You take the box. I'm going to take you to court if you're not careful. I've been watching all the hard DEP trials, so I know I'm good at law now. <laughs> Um, but Why yeah. is everyone watching this? Fucking Mate, it was shit. fucking I mean, entertaining. Like... It was really entertaining. Was it entertaining? Yeah. No, it wasn't. It, it was. was. It was boring and dry as fuck. It yeah, was not. Did you not um... see that psychologist? I like, lick his lips and stuff. Ugh. Yeah, whatever. Oh, so how how much time have you put into XO One? That's what it was called. XO One. Right? No, no, that's a Koi and game. George game. 
That's a life bouncing yeah. disc Heart game. Shipbreaker. Heart space shipbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. I don't have much else to say. George, you've been a bit quiet for a bit. You got anything you want to ask about it? Why well, you really hated the last thing I said? So I um, <laughs> yeah. You... <laughs> don't, don't be put off by Shay being a dick, George. He's a dick every week. I, I got a compressor. It's fine, man. Oh, check me out, boy. I've got a fucking compressor. Compress this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <fun> compressing this. <laughs>